hockey player who'd scorned school. He'd sneered at Nora curled up in the Yin's cramped living room doing and redoing her homework and at her weekend volunteer projects. Nora had despised Matt's cigarette-smoking friends and the hours wasted on street corners. After, to no one's surprise, Matt had gotten involved on the fringes of a now-defunct gang, he'd been shipped off to live with relatives in Northern California. They didn't think much of each other, I mused as we rounded the final landing, but family was family. I fight with my brothers all the time, especially Tim and Ted, but I'm not sure I'd like it any better if they just sort of pretended I didn't exist. Well, I said, if you talk to him, tell him I said hi. Nora shrugged at that, then put on her professional face to enter her office at the top of the stairs. There were three people waiting for us there. The one nearest the door, a white, middle-aged man, stoop-shouldered with thick gray hair, stood promptly as Nora and I came in, his eyes on Nora's worn vinyl floor like a little boy not entirely sure of what well-mannered behavior was, but earnestly trying to remember. He held an earthenware teacup, the kind without a handle, and the air was fragrant with jasmine tea. Nora stepped inside the doorway to do the introductions. Lydia, this is Dr. Mead Browning. Dr. Browning was on my thesis committee from the art history department. Nora's PhD thesis subject was Images of Woman in Tang Dynasty Art, and her committee, I'd heard, was a triumph of her diplomatic skill. Dr. Browning smiled bashfully when he shook my hand. He didn't meet my eyes, but probably that was my fault. My mother always says I stare. Next to Dr. Browning, a slim, sixty-ish Asian woman remained seated as she extended her hand to me. She wore a soft, perfectly fitted black wool dress, small gold earrings with what looked like real pearls in them, and a single strand of what also looked like real pearls around her neck. I don't know anything about pearls. Maybe they only looked real because of the air of grace and authority of the woman who wore them. And this is Mrs. Maylie Blair, said Nora. Mrs. Blair, this is Lydia Chin. Nora moved around her desk to sit in the old swivel chair behind it. The chair squeaked like the stairs. I shook Mrs. Blair's hand, thinking her name was probably supposed to mean something to me. Her hair had turned almost completely to silver and was cut into a satiny cap of exquisite precision. My hair, when it turns, will probably go messily gray, and my haircuts won't hold their organization any better when I'm sixty than they have since I was twelve. The other person in the room was a man, Chinese, two years and two days older than me. He perched on the windowsill and fumed. That was Tim. I offered to shake hands with him, too, but that just seemed to annoy him. Nora hid a smile. I stuffed my yellow hat into my jacket sleeve and hung the jacket on the back of my chair while Nora poured me tea. Then she got right down to business. We've had a robbery, she said. We're hoping you can help. A robbery? When? Was anybody hurt? Why didn't you tell me? Before I could stop myself, my eyes flew to Tim, searching for bruises, cuts, signs of an armed struggle. We are telling you, Lydia. Tim's voice was exasperated. And it wasn't a robbery, it was a burglary. No one was here and no one saw them. No one was hurt.
he added, sort of extraneously. People don't usually get hurt during the commission of a burglary. Sometimes they do, I said, before I could tell myself to shut up. Violent criminal activity often happens in the course of the commission of nonviolent crimes. I was suddenly appalled to realize I sounded as pompous as he did. I'm a lawyer, Lydia, Tim reminded me pointedly. I know something about criminal behavior. I squelched the obvious crack. Well, tell me about your burglary. I looked back to Nora and smiled. Nora picked up her cue. She shrugged at the semantic difference between robbery and burglary. Someone broke into the basement and stole some things, she said. What things? I asked. What do you guys keep in the basement? So far as I knew, Chinatown Pride wasn't exactly rich in assets.